well, one, it's hard to follow both of y'all. Um, it's also hard to follow chocolate cake and the death of Prince, so I will just recognize all of these things. Um, those are both, both of y'all's presentations just are such a sovereign reminder of the, the police state in which we're living in, right, in both police sanctioned violence, but also the way that the criminal justice system and the FBI, the CIA, all of these agencies are um, surveilling and monitoring our communities in a way to deprive people of their freedom. Um, it's been really inspiring recently to watch a lot of movements um, use, especially the Black Lives Matter movement, use this one particular quote by Asada Shakur that I just wanted to, to read. I know all of you know it, but I just want to say, it is our duty to fight for our freedom. It is our duty to win. We must love each other and support one another. We have nothing to lose but our chains. And every time people have used this phrase before a protest, it sends chills down your spine. It gets you pumped. And I always get stuck on this question. It is our duty to win. Um, I think sometimes we do the love part, not always. Sometimes we do the support part, not always. But the winning part is really, we're stuck on that one. Um, in a lot of ways. And I think part of what we're trying to figure out as a movement for justice in general worldwide is how do we build up the power to bring in the policies that we know that we need, to bring in the realities that we know our community deserves. Um, and so I think a lot of us would agree that that means you know, building alliances with different communities, having a perspective that includes everyone and everyone in their full humanity. But how we do that is hard. Um, and how we do that in this political moment is really hard. Um, you would think, you know, there's a lot of us, I, th I heard in the introduction, someone said that we all agree that we don't like Trump. Can we do a raise of hands? Who doesn't like Trump? Yeah, 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 okay, cool. You know who does like Trump? Border Patrol. I don't know if everyone noticed, but the, the union representing Border Patrol endorsed Donald Trump um, as a candidate. And so, you know, the labor movement will have to figure out how they did resolve that question internally. But Border Patrol is, I would argue, a Latino organization. More, a high, you know, it's over 55% of Border Patrol agents are Latino. Um, and so that brings up a bunch of questions around racial justice for the Latinx community about how are we handling that reality. Um, in the United States right now, there's a huge demographic shift happening. By 2050, the majority of people in the United States will be people of color, right? But having more of us doesn't always necessarily mean um, that we're going to have more power or that we're going to have more justice. And so part of how we're trying to figure out long-term how to resolve those strategies is how we're able to position and how we're able to unite in a way that can start to transform that reality. Um, and that's what we're trying to do as Mi Gente. Um, so Mi Gente is a, a new national organization that we've formed. Um, it comes out of the Not One More campaign. So a lot of y'all have, have heard and participated in that campaign. Um, but for us, it's really also about a moment for the Latinx community, how are we responding to the current crisis? And so on one side of the world, there's sort of the white supremacy that supports Donald Trump. On the other side of the world, there's, there's all of this um, anti-black racism and state-sanctioned violence. And in many ways, the Latino community has been positioned in the middle, right? If you look at um, you know, issues with education, with health, so there's always this kind of slight pull and slight invitation to Latinos that if you know, you're not a criminal and you're not a terrorist and you speak some English and you have light skin, you can come creep over to the white side, we'll, we'll let you in. Um, 
but how are we figuring out how to position within that poll with an agenda that isn't? And so for us and Mi Gente, what we're really trying to create is, is that poll, that alternative, that is pro-black, that is pro-LGBTQ, that is pro-trans, that is pro-indigenous, that is pro-environment, um, so that we're able to kind of create a counterweight and that we're able to actually build power and momentum. Um, because if not, we're gonna be constantly in this rut of trying to figure out how to respond to the shifts um, that aren't really bringing up the, the, the things that we wanna see. Um, and so part of that, how we do that is through ideas and through gaining power, and a lot of how we do that is also around campaigns. And I think part of what we have to figure out is, in, in reality, the detention system, the immigration system, it's not intersecting with the criminal justice system, it's an expansion of. Um, you know, constantly what we're seeing is we, we don't like to participate in electoral, electoral politics because on one side we have the Republicans and on the other side we have the Democrats and, I mean, is anyone really that excited about voting for Hillary? Um, you know, we have that problem. We're really, we're really in a pinch. But we also haven't figured out how to address the issue that there's a reason people with, felt like with criminal convictions can't vote. And there's a reason undocumented people can't vote. So they've made that connection that if people are disenfranchised and people don't have electoral power, that they'll be able to have some semblance of control. So they create all of these systems to do that. And we're still trying to figure out how we respond to it. So to me, it's, it, it, they, again, the right, the Donald Trump has it figured out. We, we keep laughing at him and thinking he's not that bright, maybe even stupid. Um, but he actually has a bigger way of how to control people that we're trying to figure out how to dismantle. Um, and so if we don't have that analysis that it's multiracial, that it's multi-faith, um, that it's a lot of different issues, we won't be able to tear it apart. And so for us, it's both a question of unity and movement gathering, but it's also a question of strategy. Um, and for us in the Latinx community, it's also about doing the internal work that we have to do. Because if we can't deal with anti-black racism within the Latinx community, we're not going to get anywhere, right? Because we're going to continue to be pushed over to the white side. Um, and that also means having certain positions around criminal justice, which is why we have to be against um, criminalization in all of its forms. So, I mean, I think this is an open-ended open question about how we do that. I think we have, we're trying to figure it out as mi gente, as a political home and as a movement. Um, but I think that's the, the invitation and the challenge that we all have.